Welcome to Launch It Girl, where business coach, marketing strategist, and ex-corporate leader, Kenzie Mackis, will show you how to launch, market, and scale a business and brand that feels authentically you, leveraging her proven framework for getting known, seen, and heard online so that you can overcome perfectionism, feelings of imposter syndrome and confusion, and finally launch yourself into a life full of abundance and freedom. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Launch It Girl. I am so excited to be here with you today. We've had a heavy load of interviews and guest speakers and it's so good. And I've just been loving on you guys. Like the podcast stats are so great, but here's what that means to me is I look at those numbers as like individual heartbeats and individual circumstances of like, me popping into the ears and the minds and the hearts of people and like that is so special to me and I just love this I never anticipated loving podcasting as much as I do now I just wanted to throw that out there I just love you guys okay I feel like this is like a a long-awaited topic especially for launch it girl but we're talking about the four critical stages of launching and if you aren't integrating launch cycles into your business oh my goodness you're totally missing out and you could have a product like a physical product or a service-based business but launching is so powerful here's why because you get people in this like container of moving them closer to your products and services in such a meaningful way in a fun way like you get to do all these fun things by serving value showing up as that leader that you are and really driving people from "Eh, like I kind of you know I'm hanging out with you on social to like I want everything that you have to offer let me give you my money I'm throwing you my credit card right so launch cycles are really great audience builder builds your credibility as a leader and again it moves people in like a mass setting through your funnel of really not even knowing about you to hot leads so launch cycles in your business are so effective you guys and I would encourage you to start thinking about integrating more launch cycles and I do believe that other than being just really good at building my presence on social media, launching over and over again has given me the quote unquote quick success that I've had in my business over the last year because I've just learned to love launching. But if you're like have, maybe you have launched PTSD, maybe something didn't go right or you like went balls to the wall on a launch and you got less than desirable results, I want to encourage you to think differently about launching. If you're a servant leader, launching can serve people at a higher level and also like even if they never buy your thing they get to see you in a different light they get to see you as that leader that expert and it only just builds that momentum for the next time right the next time you launch or the next time you make an offer whatever that looks like you really are serving with value and setting yourself up as that leader in your industry. So I want to encourage you to launch, okay? But what does this mean to launch, okay? I think there's like all these different ways of launching and not launching, but I really want to walk you through the four important stages of launching and how you can implement them today. And if there's anything that I want you to take away from this is launching can be fun and it should be fun. I want it to be easy for you. 
sometimes people think of like launching and like all the ad sequencing and like the post your face off and like whatever but whatever you've kind of defined that for yourself as a launch I want you to kind of redefine that so that you can have fun in your business and really just serve at a higher level and again we want to get people to buy our programs or services or products so we can give them the results give them the gift that we want to give them and launching can really set the stage nicely for you so the first stage of launching and often the most overlooked is the awareness phase and you guys I'm gonna let you in on a secret but the awareness phase is a phase you should always be in okay this is where we're really building awareness around who we are as the leader who we are as the expert what we do really building that awareness through content right through whether that's social media email marketing you know, other events, etc. But you're always in the awareness phase. And this is where you should be posting that expert status content, really painting a picture around who you help, what you do, right? And really your unique selling proposition. But you should always be in awareness phase. But you should double down on this phase, usually around couple months before you're kind of moving into more of the technical launch phase. So I want you to think about If we are in like a two-month window and let's say we're shooting for a launch in that second month, mid-month, leading up to that, you're doubling down on that like expert status content. You're speaking to your ideal client's objections. You're speaking to their desires. You're highlighting testimonials. You're looking to give them the encouragement they need, right? Like we're shifting beliefs, all the things, okay? So this is the awareness phase and, and truly the better you can get it at this phase, the better your launches will be. So really dialing in your messaging and your marketing and setting the stage for the launch to come. So the second stage of launching is elevate. I call this elevating because we're actually literally, if you could imagine like elevating yourself and your audience to that next level by letting them come into a setting, an experience, And having that transformation or a result or like a little mini experience with you so that they can get to know you, understand your coaching style, really walk away with a win without ever having to buy anything and perhaps even connect with a community. I call this like a container. We're elevating ourselves, we're elevating our audience, and we're creating an experience that they can come in and really get to know us and each other. This is usually done through a webinar, a challenge, a workshop, or even like a virtual or live event. You guys, this period is so important because this is where we're serving value. We're giving them a quick win, and they get the chance to really understand why we do what we do and how our teachings, our methods are so effective because we're kind of just like scratching the surface of what it would be like to work with us. And when we elevate ourselves in that way, it really allows them to see us as that expert so that they absolutely do trust us enough to go to the next step, right? Like purchase the program, right? Buy this, the product, whatever that looks like. So I would encourage you to really, when we think about the different experiences in the elevate phase, and you kind of go back and forth on like, what is the perfect launch method? Is it a webinar? Is it a challenge or a workshop or even a virtual event? Like I really want you to actually try it all. I will say that is one of the advantages I have is I've, again, 
really leaned into launching and I've tried all the things and I've really learned what works, not only for me, like what I really feel energized by, but really what my audience loves too. And you guys, I will always experiment. I love launching, again, because of the experience that it provides to my audience and the energy I get by serving them. And so I've learned to love it and experiment and trial and error and walk away feeling like I've got lessons learned and I know what to do next time. So I want you to experiment with all these different ways that you can create this quote unquote container to invite your audience into this elevate phase. Okay. And elevate again is we're kind of like taking our people to the next step. So this is usually done with an opt-in page. We really want to make sure that we're leveraging these launch cycles to build our email list, right? Because having that email list is an asset. And so anytime you do an experience like this, always have the opt-in phase. When we create that experience, People do have to opt in, at least give their email address in order to participate in whatever it is you decided to create for them. So that's stage two and probably one of the most important stages in when you think about what type of experience do I want to create for my audience? What type of beliefs do they have that I really need to work to overcome? We're really getting them groomed and ready for our offer. We're can you move the needle the most with them in that shorter period of time? I wouldn't recommend doing a long experience. So what converts really well is usually three, five, seven days maybe. I've seen 14 days, but you have to really lean into your audience, know them, and think about their attention span. And think about the win that you want to give in this experience, in this elevate phase, and how long does it take to really get that. I want you to avoid pushing a bunch of information down their throats in this elevate phase, right? When we create this experience, we don't want to just like bombard them with all sorts of new knowledge and information. You guys, people don't want more info, right? They actually just need to think differently about the thing that you're selling or the beliefs that they're holding on to in order to experience a new way of being, a new way of doing, etc. So something to avoid in this phase, again, is not coming up with a bunch of content or a bunch of training, but rather bite-sized chunks of information with, you know, a lot of that mindset shift, right? We talk about that in creating transformative content and trainings. If you haven't checked out that episode, go a couple back but really keeping an eye on that experience. So that's stage two. Stage three, this is the ask, you guys. This is where most people get really nervous, right? Like, oh, I created this great experience, but now I have to pitch. (laughs) And like, you guys, it's totally normal. I get it. I get anxiety too when we think about transitioning more into the sales environment or the pitch. But I want you to think about this so differently. I want you to think about the fact that this is just an invitation for them to come work with you more intimately. It's a direct call to action though, you guys. You have to really take a stance and step into that space of commanding, right? and being assertive and like this is next steps you loved what you experienced here here's what is next and moving in to this pitch phase and depending on the type of experience you pick in step two of this launch phase whether that again a webinar challenge workshop or an event will depend on what kind of your ask is in step three but this could be 
even just like a live video sharing, hey, this is the next steps. Here's what this offer looks like and who it's for. It could be a direct call to action to an application page, right? Like, hey, if you're interested, here's what's next. If you want to apply to this program, we'll see if it's a good fit. It could be just a sales page. So if you're selling anything below a 997, really making sure you have a beefed up sales page is so important, but the sales page should sell itself in that pitch, in that ask phase. So if you want to, you know, direct people to the sales page, it could also be a discovery call people getting on a sales call or discovery call and inviting them to chat more about the thing that you're selling. So that's the ask step. That's really, again, you have to ask for what you want, you guys. If you want clients, you got to ask them. You got to ask them to be your clients and you get to be creative in what that looks like, but don't skip this step. I know a lot of people, again, they get nervous about calling to action, right? And when we think of this idea of selling, it can be so nerve wracking, but you have a gift and we really have to put yourself in that state of receiving, right? Receiving and giving. Okay. So last step in this launch phase is the close. And you guys, this could marry up with the ask, but we really have to get good at closing people. So we're moving people off the fence by creating that urgency and the scarcity and really making people make a decision. We got to get people to make a decision. So closing again could be a sales conversation or it could be a follow-up email sequence or it could even be like a follow-up social media campaign. Whatever that looks like, you do have to create that scarcity and that urgency and move people off the fence and essentially let them know that, you know, doors are closing or there's only a couple of spots left or price is going up or, you know, whatever that looks like. Like don't fake a scarcity or urgency. That's like always so lame. Part of why launches are so successful is it's like moving, you know, this group of people through this process together and getting them into a state of making a decision. And again, even a no decision is great because we never want to leave people in the gray. We never want to have people on the fence with us. So if we know they're hanging out with us and they're signing up for our challenges and our workshops, but they're not saying yes or no, they're literally just hanging out. So we got to move people into that state of making a decision, whether that's, again, they're just opting in, they're like, buy now on the sales page, done and done, right? Or they're literally moving to a sales call and you're closing them on the phone. Or we're like following up with a really powerful email sequence to get them off the fence, right? This is meaning like really leaning into what do they think they need to get to where they want to be and leaning in there. This is having that conversation about challenging their objections about why they aren't buying. And also like showing testimonials, right? Here's why it would work for you because it worked for Susie Q and she's just like you. She's a normal person, right? She struggles with the same struggles and she took these steps and now she has the results that you want. So it's like really making sure that we're wrapping in all the expert status content. We're moving people through this quote unquote funnel of getting the energy high, giving them a win, giving some value, and then, you know, the ask and the close, right? Like, It's time to make a decision. Doors are closing, right? Only a certain number of clients. You guys, this is so effective. I can't stress this enough. And I believe 
that, well, it's been so impactful in my own business, but I see how people really build their credibility and their audience just through doing what they need to do in the launch cycles. Once you hone in on the type of launch that converts well, you just get to do more of that. And you guys, what happens is you create a system in your business. It's really just becomes a numbers game. If this is converting right into an offer, then you get to double down on what you invest in that launch, right? Whether that's paid advertising or even just a time component. Like think about if you know that this is going to convert into a a certain number of paid offers, you get intel. You have business intel now and you get to adjust or pivot based on those numbers. And you guys, this is so powerful. So to wrap up four stages of launching, I call this launching with love because literally I want you to love it. It's supposed to be fun. Your audience has fun. Like it's just a fun experience. Okay. So four stages of launching awareness, right? We're building the awareness around our brand. We're technically always in this phase. Okay, but you're doubling down as you get closer to launch. Step two, you elevate. You guys, you elevate your experience with your audience by creating a container, right? Webinar, challenge, workshop, virtual event, or even a live event. Step three, ask. You guys, we gotta ask. We gotta ask them. Come work with us. This is the next step. This is my invitation to you to step into bigger results, that direct call to action. Step four, we're closing. You guys, this is when we have to really hone our closing skills, whether that's through the content and the copy on the sales page or just on a discovery or sales call. You close them, okay? Super simple. I want you to have fun with it and I want you to experiment with ways of doing this because it is so fun and it's supposed to be fun. All right, until next time. If you liked what you heard today and want to continue the conversation, join us in the Facebook community. Just go to launchitgirlpodcast.com. Can't wait to see you in there.